Hello, hello. Thanks for listening to Guidance Counselor 2.0. Listen, I want to give you a quick rundown of what this podcast is and what you're about to get into as you listen to these episodes. We had guidance counselors in middle school. We had guidance counselors in high school, but we didn't really have guidance counselors in college. And now as professionals, we don't really have anybody to turn to, to ask a quick question, to learn something about the job search or to navigate your career. And so that is what I want this podcast to be for you. I want it, for it to be a tool for you to navigate the job search and your career. So that being said, I hope you enjoy this episode. And if you need to reach me, Taylor at Vaco, V-A-C-O.com is how to get in touch with me, old fashioned email, social media at T-D-E-S-S-E-Y-N. T-D-E-S-S-E-Y-N. And finally, please rate and review this in the app store because I want this to be discoverable for others so they can navigate their careers. Hope you enjoy the episode. So Andrew, give a background, give the people what they want. Who are you? What do you do? And we'll go from there. Yeah, for sure. So uh, currently I'm a a JavaScript developer and consultant uh, for a company called Batovi. We're a JavaScript consulting firm. Uh, So work with all kinds of brands from things you never heard of to uh, like Fortune 500 brands. So get to work on a lot of interesting stuff. Um, and I'm sure sure we'll, we'll dig in more. But before that, uh, in the in the before times, uh, I was actually a recruiter myself. Yeah. Uh, and I did not and, uh, realize that when I booked Andrew. <laughs> yeah. So we can we can get into some of that. I was, I was a recruiter for for a bit. And then uh, uh, before that, I had a, a, a bit of an adventure as a kind of more traditional management consultant, uh, kind of uh, market research kind of stuff. Um, uh, and then before that uh, was my uh, my other ill-fated adventure uh, as as an actor uh, and living in theater land. So uh, I have, uh, if you look at my, my I think it's still my Twitter had a header. I made a, this graphic that's a, it's a little, uh, it's a little Shakespeare and then a tie and then a laptop because, you know, I was actor, I consultant, uh, software developer. So uh, that's, that's the, the circuitous path. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Um, all right. So, uh, and also to shout out for Andrew for doing that on his LinkedIn. Um, cause I talk about the banner photo being incredibly important and that tells you a little bit about Andrew. Also, if you hear children laughing, my daughter's having breakfast. I've strapped her into a high chair as I'm doing this live <laughs> because mom is out this morning. So, uh, I am, I am, I am multi-talented. Um, don't tell my wife that. All right. So, um, Andrew, first thing I want to talk about the three C's of the job search framework. So you email me. So, so I, I get an automated email to kind of let my guests know to start thinking a certain way. And Andrew emailed me kind of four things. We're going to talk about the three C's of the job search for his framework, networking versus applications, the shiny, shiny object syndrome and the power of referrals, all which are incredibly, incredibly important. And I can tell this man used to be a recruiter because <laughs> obviously there's, there's definitely a few things that we agree on there. Um, so three C's of the job search, man, what does that mean? Um, and, uh, and let's dive into those. Yeah, absolutely. So, so that's something I kind of, you know, I thought about while I was kind of doing my own job search, trying to break into tech. Um, and it's kind of coming from, it kind of stemmed out of the idea of like knowing that, you know, kind of just like hopelessly applying to job after job is like not the way to job search um, and, and focusing more on, you know, building my skills, connecting with people, networking, etc. Um, and so, I kind of I came up with this idea of the three C's, which are uh, it's code, content, connection. Uh, Ooh, so like uh, you know, code, yeah, code, content, connection. So so code, uh, and I think you can generalize this too. If you're not a software developer, uh, just switch code for craft, whatever whatever it is you do, um, you got to be doing that, right? So, um, but I'm a software developer, so I'll stick with that. Um, so so you got to be coding, right? You got to be keeping your skills up. You got to be improving your skills. You got to be building stuff. Um, you know that 
I think is the 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 great thing about tech is that uh, for the most part, there you can at least find places where no one cares about your credentials. The only credential that matters is can you build, um, you know, can you do the thing that you yeah. are asking us to pay you to do. Um, so you got to be doing it if you're looking for a job. Um, and then I think while you're while you're doing that, I think you should be taking, you know, you should be taking notes every, uh, you know, everything that you're doing, you know. Uh, I say if you've got an hour a day to dedicate to to writing some code um, as part of your, you know, you know, if you're unemployed, if you're looking for a job, you know, take 15 minutes of that and set it aside for, you know, even just like journaling about what you did, because uh, then you're going to have all this uh, content that you can take and refine and you can put it on Twitter, you can put it on Medium, you can put it on LinkedIn. Um, you can share uh, all the stuff that you're doing and that you're learning. And then the worst case scenario is that nobody reads it and that you, and then you have a record for yourself of the things you've done and the things you've learned. And that's worst case. And that's worst case. Exactly. So the worst case scenario is you end up with this catalog of stuff that you can just control F and be like, oh man, I forgot how I solved XYZ problem. I remember I did that. Oh, I wrote that blog about it. Let me go, you know, pull that up. And you've got that. And that's the worst case scenario. The more realistic scenario is you get that. And at least a couple people find your stuff. They connect with you. Um, you know, it, it, it kind of, um, uh, you know, it, and it, it it just does the work for you a little bit. You know, you write something yeah. once and then it's out there. Um, I think uh, I think it's Sean Wang who talks about uh, doing stuff like that and how it's just like helps you make friends just without doing any work. <laughs> like you put the work yeah. in the front uh, and then people keep finding your stuff. Um and then the so that leads into the third one connection, which is uh, you know people find you from from your the stuff you're publishing. You reach out to people, you connect with them because uh, I'm sure we'll get deeper into this too. But you know connecting, networking uh, is the way to uh, you know advance your job search and 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 get um, and get what you want. So. Um, I, I think it's kind of a, it, if you do it right, it becomes kind of a flywheel, right? If you're building enough, uh, if you're building a lot, you generate a lot of content, yeah. you're generating a lot of content, more people are finding your stuff and connecting with you. Right. And it, yes. you know, which might lead to more opportunities to build stuff with new people. You know, you're, so you're building more, you're making more content, you're connecting with more people. And it just kind of, it all feeds into itself. It keeps going. Um, 100%. And, uh, and also if you're, and, and I think, you know, it also helps you, um, stay away from what I think most people get into on job search, which is just like, I'm going to send a hundred applications today. Uh, and, and why haven't I gotten a job yet? I've been for months, I've been sending out a hundred applications a day and I haven't seen anything. Well, because that's yeah. not effective. And if you do these, these things going to be much more effective for you. Um, so that's, uh, that's the three C's. I love that. I love that. Yeah. And, and, um, uh, I do want to give a, a shout out to two conferences upcoming. I'll be at little rock tech fest. Um, if you are near, or drivable distance of Little Rock, Arkansas, I would highly consider going. Um, uh, I like to go to conferences where I know the founders and kind of know their mission. And I think what I actually have Paul Gower on tomorrow on the show, who's organizing Little Rock Tech Fest, but incredible tech community down in Little Rock. It's it, it's a wonderful, it's like a, it's like an upper mid size conference, six, 700 people. So you're going to be able to make a lot of new connections and it still feels intimate. It's not quite as big as, as some of the other ones. So, um, and then I'll be at momentum, momentum, um, the following week in Cincinnati. So hope to see y'all there. Um, yeah. What Lisa said right here, notes, classes, post your journey. People, people are like Taylor, it can't be this simple, but it kind of is right. I yeah. mean, or, or, or are we, not seeing that correctly no i i i think i think it is which isn't to say that it's easy no like it, it, it's really never seen, yeah it's yeah hard. it's really difficult it's really hard to 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 do things do these things well and to do it um you know uh, to do it consistently and for the amount of time that it might take 
you know, especially depending, you know, if you're, you know, if you're a software developer and you're and you're good, you're you're not gonna you're probably gonna have the best time of anyone job searching. Um, but you know, if you're not in that uh, situation, you know, it, it could take you know it could take you a while. So it's not yeah. it's not easy. Um, right. But yeah, it is it is pretty simple. Do the thing that you want to be doing. You know, whether that's coding, whether that is you know content writing. Well, eh, that's probably a bad example because the second one is content writing. But you know, do the thing that you uh, want to be doing, or 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 some or or however you can, however like the closer that you can get to that possible. Right? It'd probably be yeah. difficult to um, be. You know, if you're a recruiter and trying to get a job, right, it's, it's a little difficult to like be doing recruiting if you're not yeah, an established, yeah. established on your own or like working for an agency, right? So, but like figure out like what is it that you can do that is that can, you know, that you can show uh, someone say, hey, look at this. I know I don't like I'm not I don't have a job right now, but I can do the thing you want to do because we all know like who does you get bombarded with job with you know job offers or, or, or interview requests when you're employed. And then as soon as you don't have a job, um, recruiters uh, uh, start talking to you less, uh, which uh, we could get into. Uh, I know uh, I know Taylor's the recruiter against recruiters, so we could get into all of that stuff as well. But yeah, um, absolutely. And we can definitely we can definitely get that. And Michael, it's great to see you. Um, and my daughter's laughing at our jokes um, from the kitchen. So uh, networking versus application. So you briefly mentioned, listen, as a former recruiter, I'm sure you can speak to this. <clears throat> why should you and again I, I i've interviewed so many people about this but i i wanted to connect with one new person today why should you be networking how to network right now versus submitting applications yeah okay so for like i I guess I'll go first on why submitting applications sucks, um, which is, and I don't have any, um, I'll preface this with like the numbers I'm about to give are totally like made up, but I think it's kind of a good mental, uh, mental model. And this was kind of what we, uh, when I was a recruiter, you know, where we were talking to, you know, job seekers and, and candidates kind of coaching them on how to approach their, their job search. Um, uh, th these are kind of the, the rough numbers that we would give them, which was, you know, only expect only about 50% of all possible jobs you could be getting to be posted um, as like a, a as a you know a job ad on, on LinkedIn or, or wherever you're looking, so only fifty percent of the jobs you could possibly be be getting are out there, and then only fifty percent of those are actually going to get filled through that ad, right? Some you know a big chunk of them are they're only they already know who they're going to hire, they're just posting it because you know HR, HR legal yeah, tells them to. that they have to, right, or or whatever the situation is, uh, or they'll post it and then it'll fill you know then you know uh, an employee will say, hey, I actually you know my buddy is perfect for this this job, interview him, right, and someone else comes in through networking and a referral. Um, so if you're only applying to jobs, you're limiting yourself to, I think at best 25% of the jobs that you would be able to, um, really get your hat in the ring for. So do you want to spend all your time on 25% of, uh, the possible jobs or do you want to, um, not do that. Um, so I, I, you know, that, and that is how so many people I think approach a job search is it's, I say it's like the shotgun approach or spray and pray. You're just like applications, applications, applications. Um, and it doesn't, it so rarely leads anywhere. And I, I don't want to say not to send out like online applications. I think you should do some uh, and you should be intentional about it. Like for like my job yeah, at Adobe. Like Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, no, yeah. I was just going to say my job, like I got my job, uh, my current job, uh, my first job in tech through an application, uh, which I kind of like, I, I, I wish I got another way because it would be a, it would be a real good story to tell. Uh, but <laughs> don't apply. But I got the job that way. 
Yeah, no, but so, uh, but the difference was it wasn't just like a, oh, like a one click apply on LinkedIn or just like, you know, paste some generic answers into their, you know, the questions they ask and send out for my generic resume. It was, you know, I, I, I there was, I, I saw the job posting. I, I looked at it. I just got, I got the sense that, okay, these are people that are actually going to read my cover letter and look at things. Right, and this isn't going to be, I think like, and, and now that I, I actually help, you know, at least for our react department at Batovi, I basically, you know, I'm kind of in charge of recruiting. Um, and so now it's even clearer if you, uh, when we're hiring react devs, if you like the first line on the job posting up top, it just says, Hey, note, our consultants actually look at this. Like if you apply, one of our consultants will be taking time away from clients to review your application. Um, it'll be me. Uh, like I'm the, I am said consultant, but right. I so like, that. you know, you know, please, please, please uh, take help. Like, Andrew, ha have help good Andrew. answers. Like actually this isn't, you know, we, you know, we know people use computers to screen resumes and, and read it. We don't do that. Some, a real person will look at your app. So, right. You see something like that. That's worth putting some time into. And that's an application that's worth doing. Um, but stuff that's like, like, man, I hate one click apply on LinkedIn and like, any of those, like, it's just, it's just a waste of time. It makes you feel good. Cause you're like, wow, I sent 50 applications today. What a productive day on the job search. Like, yeah, you did. It's such, it's such a mind fuck. And I'm just going to say it right. And, and, and Chelsea, it's, it's great to see you. And then Michael, <clears throat> hopefully LinkedIn lives working for people, but I'm glad you're here. Um, it's such a mind fuck because we are taught completely different, right? We are taught activity, activity, activity. I submitted 300 applications today yeah but then if i told you but then but then but if you said i talked to one vp of engineering today worth a thousand applications <clears throat> right like and but people just don't know that and it's and it's terrifying and listen i get it and and I, I i've said this constantly i've never been on the job search well i have like before i found vaco i was i was on the job search but it happened so fast but i got the job through a referral right i got the job because I had a crush on this girl who didn't like me. She liked my lead singer instead. And then, you know, what about <laughs> it? But all that being said, it, 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 it's just, you have to switch your narrative. You have to switch the narrative in the way of thinking. Yeah. Yeah. May, uh, so I, I think you, you, you gotta, you gotta connect instead of applying. So I guess on to, to kind of that bit of it, uh, which I, I think just like any way you can, right? Like I, I'd expand your, your view of like what, like, like if you think networking is a dirty word, like d dig into that and figure out why, like, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be gross. It doesn't have to be transactional. It shouldn't be if you're doing it right. Right. A and I think expand, uh, important too to expand your thought of like what your network is, right? Like people think it's like, oh, it's like the people that I've worked with. Like, yes, that's part of it. But like, so are, is your family or your roommates or your, you know, your friend, you never know, uh, right? Like a tech example, like, you know, I, you know, might not consider, you know, my, my, uh, you know, brother part of my network because he works in geoscience and works in some lab and like they might need a website they probably have what they might be hiring a web developer at some point and that like so that is still you know a valuable uh you know valuable connection um and then in terms of growing your network i think like that i think you have to almost treat kind of how people treat applications it's kind of a numbers game as well right it's just the numbers game that you actually have a chance of winning right so i think you find like ideally you find someone like the, the perfect person to find right is i think someone who is active on whatever platform you're looking at whether that's twitter or linkedin and i think twitter's a better linkedin than linkedin is we could get into that but uh, uh you find someone who's active on a platform so you can connect with them they are currently working at a place that you want to work that has a job opening that you fit um 
and you have some other, you can make some other connection to them that isn't just, hey, I think you're cool and your company is cool and I want to work there. If that's all you got, fine. But if you can find something else that is even better. So like for me, like I would look like would look for people who are active on, on a platform who I can find something like, are they a skier? Are they into theater? Um, like th those are like two things. Boom. Instantly I can connect with them. Right. Or I'll look yeah. like, look at a, like alumni from your college or your high school or, you know, anything you can say, Hey, I like even like grad school, like I talked about dropping out of grad school. I did not have a good time in grad school. But if I see someone who went to UCF that I want to connect with them, I'm like, hey, go Knights. <laughs> like, yeah. Let's chat, right? Well, and and, and I want to go back say, to, to and I'm going to have to have you back because time's flying and, and I and I want to talk to you like for nine hours. But um, we, the one thing that you said I want to highlight is be aware of that person being active on social. So if, for those of you who remember my conversation with Connor Bush, Connor Bush is a developer in Nashville. He got his job at Netflix because at the time he was DMing managers at Netflix because he wanted to work there when he was at his current job. And he noted the managers that were active on LinkedIn from the activity portion. And so the fact that you said that, like, listen, if you go message a bunch of managers on Twitter and LinkedIn that haven't been active in 90 days, like that's not going to do anything also. So yeah. no, no, I love that. They won't, they won't see it, right? Because they're not there. Um, and I yeah. think one more thing on, on, on the, just tactically, like how to do it, um, like say, say something. Uh, right. Like don't yeah. just, not, Hey, yeah. And not just, yeah, not just, Hey, like what, I forget what, what the character limit on LinkedIn is for like a message on like a connection request. 40. I mean, you can yeah. fit some characters in there. You can fit a bunch in there. So like, don't be just like clicking, like, like put a message in there. Right. Like say something like y'all like connect with me and be like, Hey, I saw you on uh, you know, on guidance counselor 2.0. That's, That's it. That's all immediate. you need. Right? Immediate. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, great. I'll accept that. If you just like connect with me. I'm gonna be like, who is this person? Like, I don't, exactly. I don't know this person. I have no idea why. And like, maybe I'm in a good mood and I click accept and like, I could figure it out after that, but like, maybe I'm not. And then I might just click decline and then, uh, you know, not game over, but you know, but you, so you can avoid that if you just say something, um, right. And you don't need to burn your emails or, or have LinkedIn premium or whatever. Just you got 360 characters, whatever. You don't need link. You really don't. I, as a recruiter, don't even have LinkedIn premium and I'm wildly successful connecting with people because i create a very intentional note yeah um all right next thing i want to get to shiny object syndrome what do you mean by that yeah oh man this is this is more specifically for people trying to break into tech or like newer devs um so it's pretty specific to that area but man i i think it's a killer i saw so many folks uh, i went to boot camp with so i did like a coding boot camp that's how i, I broke into tech and so many people i went to uh, uh boot camp with as soon as we finish they were like all right i'm gonna go learn c sharp now i'm gonna go do game development i'm gonna go learn i want to learn some java so i can do some like really heavy back-end stuff i'm gonna learn python so i have another language and i was just like oh my god y'all just spent 15 grand to learn react and node development like why and, and like you have you know, four months of experience with it. Like, why are you like, you know, you're just finding a new shiny object and like running after that. And, you know, so you, you never develop the, you know, the depth of experience and expertise that you need to. No one is hiring anyone who is, who, who knows a little bit of JavaScript and Python and Java and, uh, you know, and C sharp and, 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 and C++. No one is looking for that person. Tons of people are looking for someone who is really good at JavaScript development or really good at Python or really good at whatever it is. You know, no one is looking for that really thin, super generalist person. Um, I, and I saw so many people get 
slowed down by that or or honestly some folks completely like stalled like some people who never broke into tech and just kind of kind of gave up um and, and i think that was one factor is that they never uh you know focused um obviously like do things that you're interested in keep you know you know you, you got to keep your motivation up you got to keep doing stuff but um yeah like but like if you want to do game development and you just took a web dev boot camp you know like make uh, like learn some uh like 3d uh javascript libraries and make a little like you know, browser game like do that instead because then at least you're still uh doing the thing that you are trying to do right so yeah. uh, avoid avoid shiny objects focus on the thing that you're uh that you're trying to get to i love that well and, and my daughter's getting a little restless so we're, we're gonna hit the last topic and then andrew we'll right. just bring you on in november um so power of referrals so i and i think this is a great topic to drive home especially as somebody who was a recruiter i actually tweeted this this morning that so so uh, you know that game so I grew up in Southern Baptist ministry. So I grew youth group all the time, yada, yada. And I think there were, I never played this, but there was a youth group trick or, or game where like you start with a penny and you go and see how much you could get by trading the penny. And there were people that got cars. Like there were people that, you know, somebody gave them a quarter then somebody gave them a dollar. Then the dollar became a teddy bear. The teddy bear became $25 and they kept going. That's what referrals should be ideally after one cold ref after one cold connection you should never have another cold connection from here on out so go ahead and uh, expound on that yeah I, I think something that um you know uh, i think people get nervous trying to like make cold connections with people because they're like oh i feel like i'm intruding on their time like i'm asking for something and i think really important um especially in in, in tech but i think like most play most companies any company that you'd want to work for certainly has some sort of referral program um, where if their current employees refer someone to an open job and that person gets hired, that employee gets a bonus. Like they get paid and often a substantial one, like, like not, you know, like even in tech where, you know, salaries can be ridiculous. It can still be a, like, you know, a, a, an amount of money that, that feels real good. Right. Uh, like I, I as you're telling uh, Taylor, before we got on one of my, uh, a good buddy of mine from uh, my boot camp, I referred him to my company. He got hired. He just hit his one year mark. Um, and so I got the bulk of my referral bonus from him literally while I was on vacation with my girlfriend in Greece. So I texted him and I was like, man, I'm lighting my money on fire yeah. right now on vacation. Thanks for sticking around a year because this bonus is coming in so clutch so like when you're connecting with people know that if it all works out like the best case scenario is really good for you and them and also please dear god connect with someone <laughs> before you apply because i it is like the, it's it's it my 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 you know stomach just like sinks anytime someone is like hey like reaches out to me and says hey i applied to Batovi last week and i wanted to connect with you and i'm like Oh, come on, man. Like you probably like you, maybe you're still in the pipeline, but probably at this point, you may not have made it through the resume screen. And, and so you're out. And if you had, if you had flopped the order, then, you know, a, a referral would have People been is usually good enough for like a first round interview. That's kind of my mental. That's current. Certainly how I treat them at Batovi um, when I'm doing recruiting. And I think that's a good mental model to have. If you have a referral, that's usually good for at least a first round interview. So you, yeah. you, you, you get in the door and then also um, then like, man, if someone were to apply to Batovi and then two weeks, like get into the interview pipeline and then a week later message me and say, Hey, like I wanted to connect with you. I applied to Batovi. I'd be so mad because I'd be like, man, that's like, several grand that i just missed out on because this for i could have referred this person they would have had an easier time interviewing and i would have benefited and it's just 
so it, it, it's you know almost infuriating sometimes when that uh you know when that wow. happens when people do that out of order so if you can you know obviously sometimes like there is some time pressure on applications and whatnot but if you can connect with someone before you apply to something um then uh you know, then do that right especially if you can find someone that you can connect with again on something other than hey i think your company's cool and i want to work there and say hey like you know i wanted to connect with you because i saw you on on taylor's podcast and yep. um you know you know blah 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 you know I, i'm gonna apply for this job like any tips and i'll be like yeah here's a tip use this referral link it'll you know you'll have a better time right so it, it is immensely so immensely true. powerful um, and and helps everyone. So you know, people say Kevin saying cold connections are rough. Um, flip that mindset. Cold connections are you know potentially a new job for you and several thousand dollars for the person you're connecting with. It yeah, and good. it also that rough to me. That sounds pretty good for everyone. And I'll tell you this. Listen, I'm a huge introvert. I people are shocked when I tell Same. them this, but I'm I'm just like wired up on caffeine now. But like my thing is is like Kevin and and in the in the world that we live in today with Twitter and LinkedIn it should never be difficult because you can evaluate someone's LinkedIn. So it's so much easier to network over social media. Why? Because you can take things, you have the chance to review someone's profile before you DM them. Um, so, but like, so like, for example, if Andrew came up to me at a conference, like I wouldn't have time to check him out. So I would, that would be, that would be a rough conversation, but Kevin, and this is for everybody. I don't mean a single Kevin. I just brought up a good point. If you can push networking via social media, you can go to my LinkedIn, see I like Gary Vaynerchuk. Say, hey, listen, I saw where you like Gary Vaynerchuk. We'd love to talk to you. Or, hey, I saw you like the Buffalo Bills. How about that loss yesterday to Miami Dolphins, right? Like, like, and, 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 and most people will talk to you if you bring in something from their profile. So be very focused on that. The two, the two best DMs I've ever received on Twitter, like job search related, was someone who messaged me and said, hey, I'm an aspiring dev. I'm trying to break into tech and I'd love to chat with you about that. But actually, I'd love to talk with you about Shakespeare because I see that you're really into Shakespeare. And I'm a big Shakespeare nerd. And I was like, hell And I'm yes, sure you I were like. You. I'm like, yeah, yeah, like that person jumped. Like that was when I was actually doing like a ton of like coffee chats with folks who were doing the 100 devs yeah, free yeah. Uh, boot camp. Um, so I was getting, I had tons of messages. That person, boom, top of the list immediately. Uh, the other one was someone who um, who messaged me and said, uh, I see you're a big Boston Bruins fan because, uh, uh, you know, hockey season's about to start. My Twitter's about to be all Bruins all the time. I love it, uh, I love it. And he said, I am a huge Buffalo Sabres fan. Uh, so you know, let's chat, uh, hockey tech. Uh, you can make fun of me for, uh, rooting I, for, a I got my ice hockey game France. tonight. I got my <laughs> hockey game tonight. Our, our, our club could go for our hundredth win tonight. Oh boy. That's, no. ex that's exciting. That's yeah, exciting. But right. Yeah. Just those little things. And those people were like instantly yeah. top of my list. I still like remember them. I actually follow them back on Twitter. Right. Cause I'm like, okay, I'm connecting with a person that is actually interested in things that I'm also interested in beyond like, Oh, get a job in tech. Like that's great and all, but like, yeah, a little, a little bit more. It's great too. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, so we're gonna end it because my daughter is ready to get off of the kitchen table, get uh, get down from her chair. Uh, Andrew, thank you, ma'am. This was a blast. Um, thank you for everybody who tuned in. Highly connect with Andrew. Andrew, we'll get you back on because I still want to talk about your job search story, which we didn't even get to. Yeah. Um, Twitter Spaces. Go connect with Andrew. Um, and thank you all for tuning in. And uh, Andrew, you have a great rest of the week, big dog. Yeah, you too, man. Happy to happy to be here, and, and happy to come back whenever. All right, buddy. All right, see y'all. Y'all have a good Monday. Bye. Hey, you did it. You listened to an entire episode, and I am very grateful because you know why? There's a lot of podcasts out there. There's a lot of episodes, and I myself rarely finish an entire episode, so I appreciate you so, so much for listening. Quick reminder, please rate and review this podcast in the App Store. 
I want this to be discoverable to others. And the only way that happens is if you take the time right now and rate and review it, please, like right now, unless you're driving, then don't do it. So thank you again. If you need to reach out to me, taylor at vaco.com or at tdesson on all social media handles. And I hope you have a fantastic day.